Welcome to another episode of the CEC's The Windy Napkin Podcast. In this space, we aim to highlight the entrepreneurial stories of DePaul students, alumni, faculty, and small businesses throughout Chicago. My name is Shivani Maduli, and I'll be your host for today's episode. Earlier, I spoke to Eric Villa, one of the few winners of the Student Innovation Expo and creator of Studio. Just in case you didn't listen to our previous episode, the Student Innovation Expo is an event where the CEC hosts a number of DePaul students to showcase their business ideas for the chance to earn a scholarship. That being said, in this episode, I'll be speaking to Jake Bolger, another winner of the Student Innovation Expo and creator of Spin Squared. Jake is a senior business management major and student athlete who has been with the CEC for most of his time at DePaul. Ever wondered how the CEC could help you launch your entrepreneurial journey? Well, in this episode, you'll hear Jake's story how he started, how he got to where he is today, and where he plans to head in the future. Jake, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's a really cool experience, so I'm glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So you're a senior business management major. How are you feeling? You're a senior. You're going to be graduating soon, right? Yeah, last quarter here at DePaul. So I'm just kind of wrapping things up, looking for job opportunities, exploring what my options are here. So nothing set in stone currently, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you were a participant and scholarship winner of the Student Innovation Expo. So your business idea, that was Spin Squared, right? Could you tell me about that? Yeah, so actually... I've been part of the Student Innovation Expo twice now. Mm. I've done it once uh, two years ago, and that was just for like a random idea I had. It wasn't anything too serious. And then this year's competition, as you know, I entered in for Spin Squared. And this is an idea that I thought about it recently. So it's not this idea that I had in my head for like years and years. It actually came up like perfect timing along with the Innovation Expo. So I was like, all right, perfect timing. I, I should enter this and see if, you know, I can do this again. So it kind of came about when I was talking with a friend and I was just like, I think it'd be a really cool experience if we could put a live DJ in with an indoor cycling studio because I'm an indoor cycling instructor. So I teach at the uh, DePaul campus gym uh, twice a week now. So it's always been something I like to do. And he was like, oh, like spin squared. Because when you're spinning in an indoor, when you're taking an indoor cycling class, it's also called like, it's a spin class. And then when you're DJing, I guess like the the two circular turntables, if you're like, if you're touching it, that's considered spinning. So he he put those two words together and he was like, oh, spin squared. And I just thought it was like such a good name for what I was like thinking of that I just like had to pursue it. I was just like, that's just too good of a name. Like that, that sounds like that could actually be a thing. Like, you know, when you hear something and it's just like, it sounds too good to be like, to be true. And you're just like, wow, that, that just sounds cool. Like just right off the bat. So I was like, that's kind of how it like came up with it, started it. So that's cool. Wait, so DJing, what's your story there? When'd you start? Um, I mean, I didn't have any experience in high school. It kind of started when I wasn't got to DePaul here. And like, I feel like DJing is a huge industry here in Chicago, like Mm -hmm. with all the nightlife here. I mean, there's DJs everywhere. And I always kind of thought it was a cool thing. I kind of like that type of music that they play. It's more upbeat, electric, kind of housey type music. And I was, I've I've always enjoyed that kind of music. And so uh, sophomore year of college, I decided to get like my first mix board. It's really nothing special. It's not, it wasn't expensive at all, but I just thought it was a cool thing to have. And like as a little hobby, I would just like, you know, make songs here and there. But yeah, that's kind of how I got into DJing. 
Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's amazing. You said that you participated in the Student Innovation Expo twice, so it sounds like you've been with the CEC for a while. Like, where did when did you find the CEC? Uh, yeah, actually, a friend introduced me to the CEC sophomore year. He was my roommate, and you know, he heard of Bruce and all the great things mm-hmm. he did, and he was like, "Would you be?" down to come with me to the center and have a meeting with Bruce and talk about just, you know, our like future through entrepreneurship, whatever. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I kind of went into this, you know, went into it cold. Like I just Mm -hmm. like walked into this meeting, didn't really know what to expect. And Bruce is a really great guy. And, you know, he gave us all this great knowledge and insight that he had. And I knew right away that I wanted Bruce to be my mentor. And so throughout the years, I've stayed in touch with him. I've taken his classes. Uh, he's introduced me to a couple internships and obviously the Student Innovation Expos. And I also tried to take his study abroad program in London, but unfortunately, just the timing didn't work out. But yeah, overall, ton ton of experience with the CEC and it's all been great. So yeah. all great things. Yeah. So like you started with an idea for Spin Squared. How did the CEC like kind of help you develop that? So I guess, like I said, the idea kind of got brought about like a month or two right before the Innovation Expo ha- <laughs> Innovation Expo happened. And that, that's when I was like, this is when I can actually take the idea and just like put it down on paper and like mm-hmm. actually create like some sort of pitch deck mm-hmm. for the idea. Like this, this is how I can actually make it happen in some form of way. I mean, it's pretty small scale, but whatever. So... I entered in the competition and I I got it. I was a finalist and I I pitched the idea to the judges and everyone who was part of the Innovation Expo. So, you know, just offering that chance to help to pitch that idea that I had was a huge start for me. Like that that right there off the bat is just uh, just gives me a bunch of confidence right off the bat. And mm-hmm. I f- I feel like it's probably the same for many other people who entered in the competition who just had an idea, right? It's just an idea, but like, where do you start with that idea? And the CEC literally gives you a physical opportunity with the Innovation Expo to present that idea to people. And I think that's kind of how the CEC has guided me uh, just right off the beginning. And then now Bruce has given me some insight and a lot of other people here at the center have too. And it's also given me connections like Eric Villa. I've been talking with Alex and Drake, all who, you know, have been a part of the CEC here and they're all great entrepreneurs and have great ideas. And so I just, you know, the connections and the networking through the CEC has definitely made a positive impact as well. So, yeah, got it. So I kind of stalked you on LinkedIn and I saw that video. Um, It was like super well produced. So it was just like DJing, like basically spin squared. How'd that come about? Like, how'd you put that all together? So first of all, Spin Squared could have never happened without two of my great friends. One is my roommate, Brenton Wadsworth, and he's actually the guy who helped put the promo video together. He's a videographer, great guy. He really, really good at what he does, uh, at what he does. And, you know, I, I just asked him, I was like, Hey, like, you know, I have this idea and I kind of want to make it happen. And like, you you know, you can make it happen for the people who are actually at the event, but I wanted to show people who weren't there, like what Spin Squared kind of is, other than just like putting it in writing form. Like I wanted people to visually see it. Mm-hmm. And he knows exactly the vision that I had. 
So he, I couldn't think of a better person, person to ask to help create some sort of promo video for it. And he was down and he was very excited to help me out. And he was a great, he went about it great. And, you know, he couldn't participate in the workout. So he sacrificed that, but you know, he made a great video and I thank him a lot for that. And, uh, I think, you know, the videos helped spin squared gain some traction as well, like a following on, uh, Instagram and whatnot. So I think it was, a, and it was a really great video kind of showcases very quickly what spin squared is. It was a short video, but mm -hmm. I think you get an overall gist of like the, the, you know, the stimulation of the mind and body that you can get from that kind of exercise. So, and then the other good friend of mine that I couldn't make spin squared happen without was uh, Bennett Kincaid, who's also, who was DJing the event. So he's actually way better DJ than me, first of all. But, you know, he, I had to instruct it and, you know, I couldn't think of a better person to help DJ and play the music. He plays the exact music that I would want to play during the class. And so he has the similar vision as me when it comes to spin squared. And so he made it happen too. And he came out and, you know, so it was, it was a great experience. Like it was kind of just a test run, but I couldn't have done it without these two guys. So I really yeah. appreciate their help. That's amazing. And I know the CEC offers an internship program and um, they kind of just connect students with um, startups and then help these startups build their business and give students the experience. And you did, you said that you participated in it twice, twice? That's yeah. correct, yeah. Got it, so could you tell me about that? Yeah, I mean, like I was saying, you know, the CEC has provided me with so many opportunities, of course, the two internships as well. Um, I kind of heard about the internships when I first met Bruce because he mentioned something about this I, this program that they had where, like you said, they matched a student up with a startup company. So it's a win-win. The student gets paid. They get some experience in all different sorts of or all different parts of business. And then the startup gets, you know, some additional help. So I was like, I thought that was a really neat idea. So I applied. I got it. This was my sophomore year. Uh, uh, sorry, junior year, winter, I applied initially for the first time and I got partnered up with Split Gym and a great company. Their vision is amazing and you know, I could definitely see it being very successful one day, but it was a really neat experience and I actually was able to make a, f a few sales here and there and help the company actually progress in a way. So it was actually a great feeling like internally for myself because you know I feel like a lot of these internships with these big companies like there's so many other interns maybe and there's so many it's such a big company it's like how do, like it's difficult to make yourself known within such a big company as an intern and like you're you're fighting against other interns to try to get like that full-time position it's like it's pretty competitive I mean not to say competition's bad but I just think that this internship was great because it helped you know it was more of a connection one-on-one -on -one with the person who was creating the startup. It was Alex, this guy named Alex. Uh, he was starting Split Gym. You know, it was pretty intimate, and I, it was great connection, great internship experience, and I couldn't have asked for a better experience. So, And then I, you know, I had such a great first experience that I decided to apply again in the summer of junior, summer going into senior year, so that, that same year but just in the summer. And um, I got paired up with a startup called Fluffology, which is kind of like an upscale uh, dog grooming business. So like their their main goal is to really focus on caring for the dog and like, you know, they really research on 
how how what's the best way to groom a dog essentially and all that kind of good stuff and you know they have a huge vision of how they want to expand and what they want to do next and it's it's really great stuff and my uh the lady who is starting that uh that company is named Kimberly and she's a great lady she's very ambitious she knows she's very persistent like whatever she wants to get done she will get done so she was also a great mentor to have and it was a great internship experience and uh yeah two really cool experiences you know two completely different things you know one was like a pet industry and the other was in the fitness and health industry so I got a little bit of everything and you know at the same time I got paid so (laughs) yeah it's a win-win for everyone I feel like it's great it was a great experience yeah definitely what did you like could you talk about like what exactly you did like did you help like marketing create a website that sort of thing yeah so for split gym uh I actually was in a way like a salesperson. So I had Mm -hmm. to use my network. Well, there was two different ways I was selling. So I I had to use my networking connections to see if there was anyone I could personally sell to. Because what Splitgym is, is they offer, they're like a kind of like a third party that goes to like fitness gyms and uh, like Equinox or like Lincoln Park Fitness Club, kind of like fitness clubs like that. They'll come to them. And what eventually they do is they help those kind of companies like offer class passes essentially mm-hmm. to people who aren't members. So like people, so let's say like you have the Split Gym app, you can go on to Split Gym, you look around your area and you it's actually like a way to like buy mem- membership. You can go on the app, you find, oh, like maybe I want to try Equinox today or like some cool fitness club. So you click on it, you see, oh, what would it be for like a day pass or something? And then you purchase it through the app. I essentially, what I had to do was I had to sell Split Gym, or I guess, sorry, it's actually called Split Pass now. I should start calling it by the (laughs) name, because he switched after, I was already done with the internship Mm. once he switched it. So to me, it's always been Split Gym, but technically now it's Split Pass. But I had to sell Split Pass to fitness clubs, fitness and health Mm. clubs. So that's essentially what my role was. And I actually had a friend of mine whose mom owned a like fitness, like dance studio, And it was a perfect connection because I reached out to him. I said, hey, like, would your mom be interested in something like this? And sure enough, she was. And we made it work. And I actually made that sale, which was an amazing feeling. I, I had That was like my first sale I've ever made in mm-hmm. anything in life, really. <laughs> uh, that was pretty serious. And then I also had to do some cold calling, too, which is essentially reaching out to people that you don't know who they are. And you like cold calling, cold emailing, a little bit of both. Wasn't really successful on that side. So goes to show that using your connections and network can be pretty beneficial to anyone. So that's kind of what I was doing with Split Gym. Mm-hmm. And then with Fluffology, I was helping in all sorts of departments, essentially, but some of my main roles were curating the nutrition and health section for dogs. So within the uh, the business, like the storefront, they want to sell the top line products, the best stuff for your pet. And I was in charge of look researching, conducting market research for which products are best for your animal. So mm. that's kind of what I did there. As well as she also wanted to have like an outdoor gym agility component mm-hmm. to the storefront. So I was also researching our pet gym products and agility equipment for the animals and stuff. So 
I was, you know, a lot of researching and a lot of talking to all sorts of different people and analyzing different prices and what works best with best with us and with our company with or with Fluffology and what they're trying to achieve. And yeah, and then it kind of helped in with like other certain things like, you know, the company slogan, the the logo, mm-hmm. like the vision that they're trying to portray. So like all the skills that you learned, have you been able to apply that to like Spin Squared and how in what ways? Yeah, definitely. I actually, it's, so with Spin Squared, kind of the only way I'm marketing that right now is through Instagram. And Mm -hmm. with Instagram, you know, you have to create these graphics to like, you know, oh, tell people if you're having an event or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And Split, the guy, Alex, who started up Split Pass, he actually introduced me to this platform, like it's a graphic design platform. It's called Canva and it's Mm -hmm. free. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very accessible and I mean, I'm not a graphic design guy at all. Like, I'm not really good with that stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm actually able to make some graphics. So that just goes to show, you know. And I would have never known about Canva if it weren't for Alex. So that's a skill that I definitely learned because I actually had to create some graphics for Split Pass because he needed, like, assets for his company so that, you know, for his marketing and whatever. So that definitely was a skill that has helped me so far. And then with Fluffology, it's just, I guess, another huge part of it that, I've kind of learned is like using your resources, you know? So it's like, Mm -hmm. obviously I'm not in a position where I can actually start my own physical storefront. Mm -hmm. Like I can't open my own studio, right? Like I don't have the funds for that. Mm -hmm. And I want, if I were to do that, I want to make sure it's done right. Like I want to make sure that I have enough money to do what I wanted to do with the studio to make sure it's the way I want it. Mm -hmm. So obviously I'm not in a position to be doing that right now. So, you know, I kind of look back and I, I kind of think, what what resources do I have right now? Mm-hmm. And I, I actually, I, I've been working at the Ray for the past three years now as an entrance attendant. I recently became a spin instructor and I, I'm familiar with the spin room. I'm familiar with the staff there and I, I have good relationships with them. So I thought, why not just like test spin squared out in the Ray, like at the, mm-hmm. j- at the, at the DePaul facility. Mm-hmm. And it probably wouldn't cost me anything. I reached out to them. They said, yeah, you know, as long as nobody else is using that, using the spin room for a class or something, it's all yours. So that's, you know, how I was able to get the test run. So it cost me zero dollars to do that. And that's, that, that was pretty amazing considering that I didn't, Mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't have to put any money into that. And I was able to actually make something like put an idea to life, essentially. Like I had an idea, the Innovation Expo helped me put it down on paper, and then I actually brought it to life with the help of the Ray. So a lot of, lot of different skills that I've learned throughout those internships that have definitely helped me yeah. with Spin Squared, so. Yeah, absolutely, that's a really good point. I mean, I think there's a lot of resources that DePaul has. I mean, the CEC is one huge, definitely use the resources here if you haven't already. And <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like a matter of like just knowing where to look, people to ask, asking questions big big thing mm-hmm. but yeah for sure so is there anything that like you look back on and like I could have done that differently like is there anything that you would change honestly I tried not that I could think of off the top of my head I I, I don't want to be someone who like regrets decisions <laughs> like I like to mm-hmm. just whatever happened like I just have to ex- I just mm-hmm. like to accept it I, I don't want to <laughs> really think that I would change anything I'm really happy with my decision of coming to DePaul. I'm really happy with, you know, choosing to being on the club hockey team here and being the treasurer for over three years and 
Mm-hmm. I'm really happy with being involved with the Coleman Entrepreneurship Center. Yeah. So, and you know, all the internships, all the people I've met, the conversations I've had. No, I, I don't think I would go back and really like point out one thing that I would change off the top of my head. I can't really think of anything. So I'm pretty happy with everything that yeah. has happened so far. So that's good. That's good. It's a good answer. <laughs> like it. Love it. Um, yeah. So as you've been developing this idea, is there anything that you like just don't like or just like didn't like something that was a challenge for you when you were developing this business? Something that was like kind of holding me back was just like, where, where am I going to get the money to like actually start my own studio? This was before I realized mm. that I have the resources right in front of me to make the idea come to life in some way. It, it was kind of like just a feeling of defeat in a way. You know, I'm never going to get this money to like actually start this and do anything with it. So I think that was kind of like a challenge, just thinking like, is it going to happen? And like, how many times is someone going to take us indoor cycling class with the DJ in it until they get bored? Because it's like, that's the only idea we had so far. I mean, I've, you know, thought of different ways of incorporating different ideas and other ways to, other than just indoor cycling. Obviously, I haven't done, pursued any of that, and it's just been indoor cycling. But then I look like I look back at companies like SoulCycle. I mean, they literally just do indoor cycling. So mm-hmm. I definitely think we differ, differentiate from SoulCycle in a way. But I, if they can survive, anybody can survive, right? So it's mm-hmm. like... I teach two times a week and I never get sick of it. So I guess it would have to be people like me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Crazy people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So like on the flip side, what's your favorite part about developing Spin Squared? Honestly, my favorite part about developing Spin Squared is just like the, like the energy I get off of it. Like this is going to be kind of a bad story and probably a bad example, but like literally the other day, like I'm sitting in class and like, I, not to say that the content that was the, te- the professor was teaching was boring, but I was about to fall asleep. Let's just say that <laughs> like bad example, like I said, but in order for me not to like fall asleep, I literally like it clicked in my head. I just thought of spin squared and like I literally pulled out my computer and I started making graphics and I woke up and I was like the most energized I had ever been that day. And I was just like, that just goes to show like whatever you're interested in, like people aren't necessarily like tired or lack energy or whatever. It's just like about whether their mind is interested in whatsoever, whatever they're focused on. Like, and then I mean the class, it's a great class. Sorry. I don't mean to like talk (laughs) down on the class, but I mean, once I had my mind on something that I was really interested in, I woke up, I started, I was actually way more engaged in the class that now that I was awake, but yeah, it's just, I can't even remember what the question was, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good sign for people who are trying to figure out what they're like passionate about. Like, how do they feel? Do you feel good? Do you like, are you awake? Are you mm-hmm. energized? Right. And yeah, totally feel that. I've definitely a lot of passion. Yeah, I agree. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Kind of like a follow up question to that. Mm-hmm. So like, I know um, this month for like the blog that we have, we have a blog if you haven't checked it out, we have an entrepreneurial mindset theme. And mm-hmm. so I was just wondering what comes to your, what comes to mind when you think of like entrepreneurial mindset? Like how do you define that? I'd have to say definitely like persistence, determination. Uh, those are two answers that I feel like a lot of people give and mm-hmm. definitely takes persistence. Like, you know, even though I knew that I wasn't gonna have the money to start Spin Squared, I kind of stuck with it and then I found another way through it. So it's like 
you know, that kind of right there was a little bit of persistence. But for me, the entrepreneurial mindset is like developing good habits, like right off the bat. Like, mm-hmm. and I was actually, you know, I was, I think this is different than the blog that you got, the CEO blog, or is this? This is a CEC blog. Okay. Newer, but I'll link it in the description if anyone wants to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. But I was actually interviewed by Alex, which he's part of CEO. Mm-hmm. And he interviewed me for the CEO blog of like Founder Spotlight. And he kind of asked me a similar question too. And I gave, and I, you know, I'm kind of giving you the same answer I gave him, whereas like develop good habits. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's easier said than done, obviously. Like everybody can be like, oh, it's like, it's healthy to read every day. It's healthy to eat good foods and like this and that. But like, I, I don't know. I feel like if you do a little bit of every day, you start, you know, it's like, everybody says practice makes perfect when with whatever you're doing and like everything ends up just becoming second nature like we all wake up and we put our shoes on and we brush our teeth we don't even think about it right because it's just second nature it just happens like we we've done it so many times where it's just wired in our brains like if we can wake up and wire good habits into our brains like and obviously good habits are hard right they're hard to develop otherwise otherwise everyone would have good habits right and nobody would be having these bad habits like they're hard to develop but if you start small and kind of work your way through it uh, it'll kind of just get wired into your brain like like i said you wake up you take a shower you brush your teeth like you, you eat something like you don't even think about that kind of stuff you just do it because you know that's that's what you do when you wake up yeah no 100 percent agree i love that answer all right we're already at the end of our episode the time just went so insanely fast uh, seems like it's been going fast <laughs> <laughs> yeah so one last question if our listeners want to connect with you where can they find you so right now spin squared oh for me personally uh i'm on linkedin jake bolger i that's probably the main source i'd say where people can connect with me Cool. Yeah. Spin Squared. How about, is there anything, any other website maybe, or Jet still in progress? No, no website, just an Instagram handle. It's spin underscore squared. Um, you know, if, you, if you're interested in future events, if you're interested in the idea and you maybe would want to participate in one, definitely give the account a follow and stay out, stay in touch with it. And we'll be posting for any updated events in the future and whatnot. So that's definitely, uh, that's the main source right there. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was great talking to you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. You just listened to Jake Bolger on revolutionizing the way you exercise. If you'd like to learn more about all of our Student Innovation Expo scholarship recipients and their business ideas, check out our Instagram at Coleman underscore center, linked in the description. And if you'd like to learn more about the CEC in general and the resources we have to offer, check out our website, cec.depaul.edu. For any questions about the podcast, business inquiries, or questions you'd like me to ask future guests, please email smaduli at depaul.edu. Finally, if you'd like to connect with Jake and Spin Squared, All his primary social media links will be linked in the description. And as always, this is the CEC Tuning Out. Here, we do good and do well.